told you, she's quite ill. As I mentioned before, and Dr. Glass explains in an exhausted tone, going over to his wife to remove the IV tube from her mouth. She gargles at him and blood spills from her lips as he restrains her hand once again, explaining, she's the reason I'm doing this. I, I have to cure her. There's something wrong. I, I, oh shit. I'm not, I'm not blind to that, but we will fix you. And he turns and he is speaking to her now. We will fix you, darling. I promise you, I will find a way. What would you like to do? I'm picking my gun back up that I dropped. <laughs> um, Mr. Glass, we don't seem to be going anywhere. Getting anywhere. He He's like pushing just bloodied hair strands out of out of her face and like tucking them behind her ears and, and he says what do you mean and he he looks over to you what we do you wanna... should be eight days into this trip and yet when i looked at the map it's like we've only been on this trip for three days we are five days behind schedule we'll take that up with the crew that has nothing to do with me what crew we haven't seen the goddamn captain well, find them. We need them. Where exactly are we going? And what exactly do you think is going to help cure Miss Glass? And he looks at her once again. At this point, you see a little, like, slight shift in the corner of the room. And uh, you look over and you see a woman. Um, uh, Karish, do you want to describe your character? Sure. Um, my character is um, early 30s woman. Her She is dressed in um, kind of a nurse's outfit with um, the apron. Uh, and she has her hair is kind of bobbed and pulled back. And she's currently up against the wall, kind of down a little bit. Um, but she kind of stands up and straightens herself up. Uh, I... Uh, let me help you, Mr. Glass. And she comes over and starts helping, like, set the IV tube back up and cleaning off uh, Mrs. Glass's face. Yeah, and the whole time he's just... He's just talking to her in just really quiet tones. It's okay. You're going to be okay. We're going to fix this. We're going to fix you. And after, after you help fix this tube, he kind of like, not like, he doesn't like hit your hand or anything, but he just kind of like swats your hand away, like kind of pushing you away. And, and his eyes shoot over to the group of you in the doorway again. He sees multiple people have guns and he suddenly there's this just snap of a change in his demeanor and he 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 just says just just go just leave us alone just get out miss and i turn towards the other in the room have you been made any determinations on 
Miss Glass's ailment. The name's uh, Vivi Dorman. Um, but no, it's a condition I've never seen. We, uh, she needs regular blood transfusions and she looks over at Mr. Glass and kind of in a lower tone, more towards him than to the group. This is the last bag that we have. That seems to anger him. And you see him kind of like roll his neck a little bit and he just rubs his eyes out of exhaustion. And you see him turn towards like the little bedside table area, open a drawer, grab a 38, point it to Vivi. Get out, you're no help. Get out! Gladly. And she strains herself. She grabs a small medical case that was by the bed and walks past, excusing herself, past everyone at the door. And once you're out, um, one of you has the gun aimed right now, right? Yeah. Once you're out, he immediately shifts the gun to Cal and just repeats, out, leave us. Do you still want our help, Mr. Glass? I want you to get out. Very well. One thing before we go, Mr. Glass. Who disappeared? What? What were the invitations for the disappearance? He looks thoroughly confused. He's kind of squinting at you. I believe I, I still have that case, oh, and I will. I will. Uh, at mention of that, I will go and I'll pull one out. You pull out one of the invitations. Yeah. Uh, he kind of takes a couple steps towards you. Gun turned. Still to Cal, probably, with, with mm-hmm. his gun out. Kind of snatches the invitation, looks at it, and you see his eyes widen, almost as if he's seeing something he shouldn't be seeing. He looks at it, his eyes widen, he drops the invitation. You see it kind of fall down to the floor, and he looks up, and... All of you in, in this doorway here, so probably not Emily or Vivi, just because you'd be a little further back, but the other three, go ahead and make, what system are we playing? A spot hidden roll. Oh, 43. Um, 68 of 60. Let's do it. I'm going to I'm gonna burn some luck there to succeed. So it takes me down to 52. we had two successes did yeah. did sebastian succeed no absolutely no. not <laughs> okay i'll say you're probably like just behind them enough to where they're kind of obscuring mm-hmm. your view um but um the two of you you notice as he looks up at you his his he almost like winces in shock as he's looking at all of you almost like this is the first time seeing you and he just says your faces, what are you? And he raises his gun and he's gonna fire. I'm gonna roll to see which one he's firing at. 
a one or a two will be Cal, and a three or a four okay. will be Evie. That's a three. Ooh, that's real bad. So, uh, fires, it kind of goes, um, it, it, you hear it whiz right past your ear and slam into the wood of the hallway from behind, but he has fired his gun. Uh, what would all of you like to do? Oh, um, bad as in a bad shot. I thought you meant it would oh, no. get hurt. No, yeah, I was just like, in. who's it hit? Who's it hit? <laughs> um, would fire back. All right. Yeah, I'll immediately as well, like, kind of duck around out of the way a little bit, probably crouch down. Um, I believe the, there's a gun still, at, or is the gun that was in this still in the thing, or did we hand that off to oh, somebody? Oh, it's in my pocket. 14? Uh, oh, three. Yeah, so you um, fire at Dr. Glass. The bullet, like, slams into one of his shoulders. He kind of stumbles backwards. Um and he just shouts, get out, and raises up his gun to fire again. Now we are going to be in combat. What is everyone's dex? 70. 50. Mm, same, 50. 50 as well. 75. Hey. Emily, so Vivi would have run out the door, walked out the door and just seen Emily just like kind of standing there in shock. Gun goes off, she hides. I don't know if she does anything because she's still kind of like traumatized. Um, yeah, she'll just like kind of crouch on the side of the door. No, like up against the side of the door. Um, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, Emily, once you, once your back slams like into the door behind you, you fall through. Oh no. Wood splinters and you land kind of cutting your elbows up a little bit. But you're not, you're not in the room that you just left. Great. You look up, you look up and you are, you're not on a ship. You are sitting in a room with a pretty large bed you see some medical equipment. You see a trash can with used gloves, one just kind of hanging out over. You see the curtains are drawn in here, keeping it pretty dark. There's a little bit of light peeking through like uh, the center where they're coming together. Um, and you swear you hear knocking on the door in front of you that you swore you just fell through, but it's closed now. What would you like to do? Is there anyone else in the room? Looking around, um, you see there's someone in the bed. Okay. Um doing the mental math of person who is sick in an enclosed room and knocking on a door, she will choose the door <laughs> and open the door. <laughs> yeah, so you, you kind of hear the sick person shift under the covers just a little bit and you just immediately like crawl towards the door and stand up. Um, you hear from the other side. What if there's somebody locked in there? It's really muffled. It sounds 
far away, but you know it's right on the other side of the store. And before you can answer, you hear the shifting of the person in the bed kind of sit up. The, the sheets just kind of fall. You hear them wheeze when they're breathing. They cough. You hear something spatter as they cough behind you. And you just hear them kind of, please, please will you help, help me? Help me, please. I had to rip the door open. <laughs> You're just pulling on the door. Um, you hear them, you hear their feet like touch the floor as they're moving out of the bed to stand up. You hear the creaking of the bed as they stand and they say, I just, I just want, want you to hold my hand, hand please. please. And they, you hear the slap of a step and the slap of another step. There's a cough again and you see out of the corner of your eye pus and mucus just spatter on the floor beside you. You're sitting there, you're you're shaking the doorknob, trying to open it. Like, bang on the door. Just, um, let me out. <laughs> just, just, just screaming, panicking. You have sweat, like, beating on your forehead right now. And now it is, so it's Sebastian and Arthur's turn. Sebastian is gonna push Arthur far away from everybody. I literally just wanna go up and just, like, shove him as hard as I can. Um, and then also, bless you, um, and then also, like, sort of, like, put my hands out and start pushing everyone back out of the room to get us out of here. All right. Um, go ahead. Were you kind of aiming to do, like, a brawl roll for that? Yeah, I'll do a brawl roll. Cool. Okay, okay, okay. 15 out of 20. All right. (laughs) Um... I got a 97. So he's kind of not expecting it. He's expecting gunfire and he's expecting people to run and you run towards him. And there's this moment of, he like brings the gun around to try to fire at you. He fires, but it's as you like slam into him, the bullet slams up into like the ceiling of this cabin. Uh, You push, he falls, he actually, his ankle catches on the uh, like foot of the bed and he trips and stumbles over on the other side and then you just turn and you're like hurting everybody out of this room like, um let's just get the fuck out of here the man's clearly insane <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here all right so with that um what are cal and epi's intentions um well cal was kind of thinking along the same lines as as sebastian so he's sort of beaten to the punch as it were uh, so having seen uh, I think Cal will just sort of kind of aid Sebastian but just by grabbing his lapel and sort of you know sort of we're all bundling out of the room sort of thing and he's sort of uh, so that yes Sebastian and Cal are kind of doing the same thing at the same time uh, and and then Evie will probably get caught in the middle of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think and then, I... And then hopefully try and grab the door and shut it behind us maybe if that's Unless I need three hands to do that. I uh, so yeah. After the uh, after the gunfire went off and and just missed me, um, you know, I, I ducked down, uh, closing up the case uh, that I had, and and just kind of starting to to uh, retreat out of the room as well, pausing for a moment to um, catching myself a little flushed, seeing Sebastian uh, rush in uh, so bravely uh, and selflessly, and just kind of maybe taking that in for a moment and then uh yeah 
realizing we do have to get the fuck out of here and uh, definitely uh, welcoming the retreat. All right, I will say with Evie kind of being the last one out, or the last one at least like looking in, um, you do see Rowena uh, rip a hand from the restraints, look over and start like tearing at the other one. Right as the door is closing, you see her lunge off the bed towards Dr. Glass and the door is closed now. Cal, Hmm. as you exit this room, you see something burst out of the ceiling. You you step out, the ceiling just cracks and something falls from it. It lands hard on the floor right beside you. This figure stands eight feet tall and as it shifts towards you, you see its multiple arms reaching back behind it, almost in a, um, like a, like a wave sort of pattern, you know, one mm-hmm. arm, like one set reaches, then another, then another, yeah, then yeah, another. Okay. And as they come back towards their front, every single one of these hands are holding knives, just brandishing knives. And you hear a voice, but it's not coming from it. The voice is coming from inside your head and it almost sounds like you. It almost sounds like the same version of your voice you heard through the radio and it says what's wrong detective don't like knives what would you like to do uh he will uh grit his teeth uh, I, i'm assuming nobody else can see this thing it's just it's just cal only yeah i'll say knows. if you're yeah. if you're glancing around you don't see anyone else no, either no, no, he's just, he'll just look this thing in the eye and grunt and go Fuck you. And he'll just start firing down. Nice. Down All right. The, uh, down go the ahead corridor. And make a, uh, yeah. Make a firearms roll. Okay. Ooh, 85. So as you oh, fire, um, you almost, you the bullet, it looked good. It was coming straight for this thing, but it stopped right before and fell down. You hear it kind of clatter down to the floor and then the this being just starts rubbing the knives together like sharpening it <laughs> and they just say better run he will be backing up he'll be backing towards backing away from it uh, right. i'd say he probably have another shot but if, if, if it's uh, right. he would effectively unload his gun at it if, sure everett as you push yourself out of this room you hear your own voice inside your head. You know only one of you is gonna make it out of this. You're sure of it, aren't you? And it's gotta be you. These people aren't your friends. You don't have any friends. Get to the captain's quarters. Call for help. Now, now, go. You just feel this brief moment of urgency. Do you fight it? I'm in the hallway. You are so in they... a hallway, yes. Okay, they should be there, but they're not. And I think that is going to tug me towards retreat. Um, what? Where, that, where are they at? What? And and I think I will run towards uh, towards the command. All right, you're you just take off and you hear that's it. Go. You don't need them. You don't need them. And you just sprint forward and you're lunging up the stairs to head towards the captain's quarters, Sebastian. You 
come out of this room after ushering everybody out and then they're gone. Nobody's, nobody's out here with you. And you look down at your attire. You wear tattered old clothes that haven't been patched up for many, many years. Your wallet is empty. You can feel it growl like your stomach because you gambled away all that you had. You hear a voice come from down the hall. It's your mother's voice. And she says, look what you did to us, Victor. You glance down and you see your family huddled. You're not in the hallway anymore. You're standing in an alley, dirty and cold, homeless and hungry. And they look at you with sad eyes, but as their mouths open, they sound angry and their faces droop and twist as the voice burrows into your head. Look what you did to us, Victor. They all stand up and they begin sprinting for you. Stand my ground for a moment in sort of like defiance. And then at the last moment, decide to start running away. All right, so sprinting at you, almost like you're you're like, this isn't real, they're gonna disappear. They're gonna disappear. And they're so close to you, you just turn and just start sprinting. Emily, you need to make a sanity roll for me. 28 out of 70. <laughs> okay. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. All right. <laughs> All right. So you um, close your eyes and, and you're just shaking your head and, and you, you can't open the door. It's like it's too slippery. It's like, it's like the doorknob and the material of your gloves just aren't working. Um, she'll, she'll throw her back up against the door, um, and hazard, still trying to, like, twist the knob behind her and maybe push against it, but hazard a look at the creature coming towards her. All right, you see, um, pockets of pus boils covering covering this person's skin. You see um, different colored mucus like leaking from their eyes and their mouth and their nose. You see something leaking from their ears as well. And you hear their feet just splat against the floor as they walk. It almost seems like as they step, they leave mucus on the floor with every single step and their arm kind of comes up you see different liquids dripping from their arm as they reach for you and and they just repeat i just want you to hold my hand you said there's a window right um there is a window the (laughs) curtain is closed but yeah I'd like to try to jump out the window. Great. Um, go ahead and... <laughs> I will let you use either dex or jump if you have a jump skill. Mm. Oh, that's a hard no, so dex. Okay. 
okay, okay. Okay, that's an 81. You can push it if you want. Uh, yeah, so I have to hit 75, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. You can so... push it or you can spend luck. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll push it. I'll, I'll... This feels like... <laughs> that feels more appropriate. So that's... I have to roll. It has to be lower. If it's not, it's more grievous, right? Rolling with advantage, basically. That is... Uh, that is 14. Ooh, okay. I wasn't sure what direction you were going for that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so you you immediately let go of the door and you move to go around this person um, to head to this window and jump out of it. And as you're moving to go around, unfortunately, the person reaches for you, grabs onto your wrist, and you pull away. And you're able to sprint over and you put your hands up and just crash through this window. You hear shattering glass. Cal, go ahead and make your remaining firearm rolls. Okay, uh, I've been keeping a track of my ammo and I've got three shots left. Great. 55, which is under. Uh, 45, which is under. And finally, 52, nice. which is under again. Go ahead and roll damage for all three. Okay. Right, we have a seven, a one, and a five. All right, so that first shot you know, stopped before mm. it, and it fell, and it's sort of beginning to taunt you to give chase, and you're backing up, and you just fire all three. You see, as you fire, it slams into like the mass of this creature slams into it you see blood kind of spatter out with each hit um and from each bullet hole that you have created you see an arm begin to crawl out and push out and then once it's out enough it reaches back and pulls out another knife uh go ahead and make a sanity roll for me mm, yes i'm not surprised uh, at this point he will be shouting anyway so uh, ooh. Ooh, a 10 and a 2, that's 12. That's 12. <laughs> so you, uh, you fire again, uh, just out of, you know, just unloading everything, and it's just mm -hmm. click, click, click. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, what yeah. would you like to do now? Um, I can't, can I still see everybody else, or are they, am I alone with this thing now? You're alone in this hallway. Okay. As much as he would like to stand and fight, he's going to run, because it's... Turn and start yeah, running. Yeah. As, as um, fast as a 50 or old something, a 50 something man can. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. He doesn't necessarily know where he's going, he's just turning and, and, and running. Gotcha. Um, Bibi, you have stepped out of this room and you you kind of step out go to the other side of the hallway, turn around, you watch everyone else beginning to exit and then promptly lose their minds and start running in various directions. <laughs> um, you, you have heard everything that they have said out loud. Um, and
and you have watched let's see you have watched Cal sprint down the hallway away you have watched Evie sprint down the hallway you have watched Sebastian sprint down the hallway and you have watched Emily dive through a closed door and smash it in (laughs) what would you like to do Oh, what has she gotten herself into? Um, (laughs) You also hear um, terrible, terrible sounds coming from Dr. Glass's room. Did um, Cal, when he was firing his weapon, was he actually like firing like in her direction at all? Uh, It was like more down the hallway. So since you're up against the other side of the wall, he clearly just firing down the hallway at nothing. Since um, Emily is the closest and didn't run away, <laughs> she will go investigate what she is up to in this closet. All right. So you head over to the door that has been just shattered open. Um, Emily, you are sitting up uh, and you're in one of the rooms, one of the um, little dorm areas in the ship. You've got wood splinters all over your arms. Your face is a little bit bloodied. You are going to take um, two points of damage for that crash. Um, And you see a figure kind of approaching you from the doorway. Um, You are also missing one of your gloves. Oh no. Uh, yeah, she goes to kind of move backwards, and as her hand hits the floor without, <laughs> without you know, cloth between them, uh, she kind of, like, shuffles <laughs> backwards. Um, is there something she can kind of hide behind in this room? Oh, uh, yeah, you could hide behind the bed that's in here. Yeah, I'm just, just going to shuffle uh, uh, behind the bed and, uh, just, like, try to wipe the blood off and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Vivi, you see, you, you see this woman kind of scoot back behind the bed and hide from you. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, it's, I'm a nurse. I can help. Uh, I, I kind of peek over the the side of the bed. Um, I'm going to ask you a question, and it's going to sound strange. You're real, right? You're, I, I saw you in the room with Dr. Glass, but you're real. You've moved through. Um, do you see a glove over there, by chance? <laughs> Does she see a glove on the floor? No. There is no glove, no. Uh, But in regards to your first question, yes, I am real. What you saw in the room also, unless I too am missing things, is real as well. Uh, Emily will gently 
then gingerly, I imagine, after going through a door, lift herself up um, and stand up, just brush the, the wood chips and whatnot off her, her person, but still maintaining distance. Um, uh, Emily O'Hara, it's, uh, I would say it's a pleasure, but this is, it's been a day. <laughs> I don't normally meet people on the best of terms, regardless. Mm. I imagine not in your line of work. Did, did you see the others? You, the others that came into the room. Hmm. They lost their senses and ran down the hallway. It, I'm sure you heard what we were saying in the, what they were saying in the room. But, there's been strange things happening. I I myself have been hallucinating, as of the others, uh, being pulled into strange rooms or seeing figures not there. There's something on this ship. It... We, we need to figure it out or else we'll be trapped here forever, I, I suspect, or, or dead, considering. On that note, we are going to switch over to um, Evie first, since there was like no hesitation to run. Evie is the first one reaching um, the deck of this ship. And as you are sprinting out, as soon as you leave the stairs and you're on the deck of this ship, you look around you and you see you're on the ship and the sea is all the way around you. You see ocean to your sides, you see ocean to your sky. It's all ocean. And I'm gonna have you make a sanity roll for me. That is a 69, nice, but that is a fail. All right, that is gonna be two points of sanity um as you are looking at my first two kind of (laughs) i know it's ridiculous um you you kind of blink thinking that there's no way that you're just imagining this this is just another hallucination and as you're just looking around it's not going away um and that's just distracting enough that suddenly you are slammed into from behind by sebastian and both of you, you slam into each other and both of you kind of just fall from, now you're noticing the actual deck itself is kind of slick, almost as if just little tiny drops of the ocean are kind of raining down onto the deck. Both of you fall, slip, slide, um, and Sebastian is up here with you. You, neither of you really feel um, the urge to run anymore. Evie still wants to get to those controls and and Sebastian looks over at the stairs to see if, you know, anyone's chasing him, but the severity of the situation seems to have calmed, at least in your minds. And I see the ocean, like- Yep. And now I'm gonna have you make a sandy roll as well. Also, two points of sanity from you there, as um, 
Yeah, you've crashed down. You actually landed like on your back. So you're looking up and you're like, what the fuck? Um, I'm literally just staring and I'm like, um, are we drowning or what is happening? It doesn't, we're not under the water. We're like, then it is in? water that is on the deck. Yes. Okay. Just need to make sure that it wasn't anything else. Yeah, it's it's like walls, like parting <laughs> the sea style. We're not underwater, right? Yeah, it's almost Deeper. like it's almost like a dome. Yeah. And a ship is just on the surface of the inside of the dome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at this point, Cal's sprinting up with his gun in his hand. Um, uh, Cal, make a dexterity roll for me. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh. Right, 50-50. Oh, 17. Goodness me. Dang it. I wanted to get a banana peel. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, so you run up, you slide, and then steady yourself. And you see uh, Evie and um, Sebastian on the gra- on the floor of the ship. And... Oh. What are you two doing down there? It's going to point up. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, as, as Cal starts reloading his pistol, uh, he will look up. All right, go ahead and make sanity roll. <laughs> oh. Thirty-three. <laughs> Just not even cool. Okay, can I, um, can I get some of that, y'all, please? Yeah. Sorry, it's... Yeah, you, you look up, and all it does is make you hesitate for another, like, ten seconds, and then continue yeah. reloading your gun. Um, and, and Chris, uh, I would also... Uh, Cal would also like to get his uh, brass knuckles out and put them on one hand. And the, the mystery gun that he had from the box. So he's now got two guns, and he's uh, and he's looking at the door, uh, checking that, uh, yeah, waiting for something to come through. Maybe. He's, How about you help a fellow or two up instead of filling mm-hmm. your hands with the those cannons, there, sir? Just kind of like reach my hand yeah. out it, for it will, assistance. He will, put, he will put the mystery gun down and then help you both up. Make a point to reach for uh, Sebastian's arm that wasn't hurt. Uh, the, the non pulled shoulder there to help him up. We'll let you. Do <laughs> <clears throat> um, are we? You know, every second we're on this boat a little bit longer. I really regret the decision of deciding to say yes to this trip. I truly do. Um, Greed. More and more caught into a uh, what the fuck is this and yeah, that tracks. Uh, it, it's kind of been one thing after another. I mean, did you see, did, did you two see something? I... You're going to have to specify there, Cal. <laughs> did you have um, something attack you? Something. No. Faith, um, did you have something attack you? Maybe. Where's Miss Sohara? And oh, the nurse. nurse. Mm. On that note, um, what would the two of you like to do? Perhaps the captain's quarters again. We can try the radio. It was working before. Babe. We'll take your word for it. I have not been allowed outside of that room since boarding the ship and taking care of Mrs. Glass. Um, I'll start to lead us out, uh, but as I do, 
world. So what's wrong with her? What's the actual affliction? I, all I saw was blood and I, um, I don't do well with such things. Speaking of which, and she'll kind of hold out a hand, uh, motioning towards your arms. Um, do, you, do you mind? Have you washed your hands since you touched the lady glass? I have not, but if it makes you feel better, we can find... I have some alcohol in this case that I can splash on. It, it would. <laughs> it, it would, yes. <laughs> Very much. So, um, if there's like a table or counter near, she'll put her case down, open it up, get some rubbing alcohol or you know similar solution and splash it on, dry it off with the dry rag that's in there, set those aside, and pull out some gauze bandages and some uh, adhesive plaster. I will offer her, uh, well, we'll actually remove the second glove because I assume there's like splinters everywhere and offer her arms too, too, maybe. So yeah, she will uh, perform first aid, I suppose. Try and get the splinters out as best she can. Mostly aiming for the bigger ones that look like it would cause more infection than not really worrying about the smaller ones. All right, there. yeah, there's a decent sized one on like um, the forearm and then a pretty good one on the cheekbone as well. So, so do, do you want me to make a first aid roll for that? Yes, or? yeah. Oh no. <laughs> That's a 99. Ooh. <laughs> Do you want to push it? Yes, please. <laughs> All right, that's better. That is a 53, which is under her first aid. All right. Um, so first aid, if I remember correctly, heals one. Successfully uh, at least cleaned all of uh, the wounds and kind of kind of um, bandaged up best that she could, the one on your face, which is swelling um, at yeah. this point just from the trauma. But As you're putting stuff back in the bag, Emily will kind of glance at it. You don't you don't happen to have gloves in there, do you? Um, I do have an extra pair. Yes. Might I... Um, I lost one of mine. Um, could, could I um, take take the pair, or just one? One is fine, um, you, just to replace the. She'll pull out the whole pair, and you can have both. That way, it if such things matter to you. Indeed, and I'll <laughs> put on the medical gloves <laughs> and just see her like physically, just like a, a lot of the tension disappears. <laughs> Um, right, this, this way, um, uh, this way, and I'll lead her upstairs. All right, um, and once led upstairs, all of you, um, join up on the deck of this ship. Um, as the two of you were coming up, you glance around. At first, you think there's a massive storm. It's very cloudy. And as it's drawn more attention to it, you see 
the dome of ocean that surrounds you. Um, I will go ahead and have both of you make a sanity roll for that. That's an 89 out of 70. My first one. That is a 14. All right, um, Emily is gonna lose two points of sanity as you're looking at this. Um, so explain to me uh, this success. She has seen a lot of shit uh, in her life and more like, yeah, this is very unusual. She's not seen anything like this, but it's not in her mind as bad as some of the stuff that she has seen during the Great War. Fair enough. Uh, you are all brought into the same place, a little bit pale. Um, a couple of you catching your breath. What would you like to do? Do we know what happened to Mr. Glass at all down there? I can only assume the very worst. And that now that woman thing is on the loose which is a bit concerning. Why? Um, perhaps we close all the doors behind us. Is there a way to lock the door that we just came through? Like, is the, this stairway doesn't have a door. Okay. So, I mean, you, you have shut the doors of, like, Dr. Glass's room, but that's really all that you could do unless you want to try to barricade the stairwell. Miss O'Hara, new gloves? <laughs> Lost the others in the tussle, as it were. Like you bought a door, which is... Why? <laughs> um, well, at the time it looked like a window, so... That makes more sense, fighting a window rather than a door. Yes, yes, I am. Um... It was unpleasant. Uh, where did the lot of you go? Up Under here. the sea, apparently. Yes. I did notice that. I was, uh, <laughs> I was running off, admittedly, to head to the captain's quarters, to, to the bridge of the ship, to uh, attempt a distress call again. Still have quite an itch to do so. I don't know if it's going to do us any good, but... Do radio waves travel through water? <laughs> well, we'll we might find out. We've still not seen a single crew member this entire time. Am I correct in thinking that there's only one open door to this room that we're... We're on the you're, deck. Yeah, you're yeah, currently on the deck. deck. Yeah. Oh, right, we're on the deck. Sorry. Yes. I'm, I'm Oh, Cal is is very visibly keeping eyes on trying to keep an eye on both directions perhaps we head up there anyway there's at least doors we can close and uh, it's a shot to try to figure out what the hell is going on in here well this was he pats the uh, I, I, I pat the case that I had this this was up there. That's where we found it. And well, Miss O'Hare, you weren't. I don't believe you were there in there. But 
We asked Mr. Glass about the invitations. And that's basically what sparked the whole ordeal. He had quite the reaction. Invitations. And I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and... Because I believe there was multiple in there, right? And so I'll, I'll pop it open quick and pull another one out, hand it over to Vivi. Does this mean anything to you? I'm afraid it does not. I was hired on as a private nurse for Mrs. Glass. I was not invited in the same way. Well, we... These aren't invitations that we've seen either. These are from an event of some kind. I am... trying to think on what the seventh day or so the food started getting plain was that was that that late or was that earlier in our ship in our trip i believe it was around that time yes why well i mean what if i i'm not sure but my watch still isn't working and 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 maybe it's something to do with Times, time, something weird going on with the time, or we. Something must have triggered this. Shouldn't have, right? So, if we if we work backwards, perhaps we can try to puzzle out what sparked everything, and we can reverse it, you know? Um, rather than just careening around, <laughs> falling through windows and doors. <laughs> well,. I don't know about any of you, but I, if we haven't seen the crew, I don't want to find out where the crew is um, if we go down there, because I can only assume they've looked like they're probably dead. I mean, you're not wrong, but what if they're not dead, they're just gone? Where would they have gone? It's a great question, and one that we'll need an answer to if we're trying to because what if they're the one what if they're still on a ship you know and we're the ones that disappeared the when i when i looked at the watch you see when i was looking through that door something asked me how did i know we were on the right side of the mirror we're not what if we're not on the right side of the mirror we traversed some line somewhere Perhaps the rest of the crew didn't. Uh, where's the crew quarters in relation to us? Could we? Yeah, it's the other stairway that that leads down towards like the crew quarters, the kitchens, the any any just staff um, areas, and then that is the same hallway that has the lounge at the end. Well, we need to get to the bridge. That's the rate where the radio is. See if that works. Um, I'm suggesting we may check out the crew quarters, check the people on hold up there. Maybe we just haven't seen them because they're hiding. That's fair. Well, do we split up? 
which is arguably far more dangerous if we all keep together, just in I case. I refuse for any of us to split up. Um, I'd rather not go alone or with just one other person. Yeah. We keep each other's backs. Glad you come around to us, Sebastian. <laughs> if I have you all around, then at least I won't be the first one to die, hopefully. So... You just have to run faster than the rest of us, is that right? That's how it goes. Yeah. Alright, fine. Let's go down to the crew quarters. Crew quarters? Yeah. Alright. Um, you head down um, the other set of stairs, and this is the hallway where as you head down, there are three different doors that has, you know, like staff only on them. Um, one of them you would know is the kitchen area. One of them is a storage area and one of them is like the crew's sleeping areas. Uh, can we hear anything? Is it, is it, or is it sort of just- uh, Make a listen roll. Oh, okay. Also, just kind of looking, keeping a lookout for signs of activity, anything as well? Yeah, so you don't hear anything coming from these three doors. You do hear music coming from the lounge, though. Cow, uh, are we at the door of the lounge? Are we, are we sort of outside the door of the lounge, yeah? Or can we be? Uh, yeah, at the, the end of the hallway is the door to the lounge, and it, it's okay. just one of those, like, swinging doors, so it doesn't latch. Oh. You can see, um, like, light through the crack, and that's kind of where the sound is coming from. Okay. Uh, Cow will start heading towards the loud, and then pause, and then turn around and goes, Does anybody else hear the music? We also hear the music. Okay. Okay. He's just checking that he's not going mad and hearing things. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, he will uh, step forward to the door and very gently just open it and have a little glance in and see if there's anything, any movement. Okay. Uh, you kind of push open the door and peek in. You see a um, blood red carpet um, covering the, the floor. Blood red carpet. You have um, kind of like dark blue walls. Um, and you see the ceiling is... Uh, kind of that white but like textured it's got like kind of different like engravings in it and um you see there are quite a few tables in here they have uh, posters on them there is a bar that you can see across on the other side with alcohol just covering the walls just various bottles that is what you can make out from this, but as you're pushing it open, the um, song does get a little bit louder. Does it sound live or from like a, a record player or something? It sounds like it's from a record. Um, Cow will turn uh, back to everybody and look at them and go, whatever happens, if something happens, just run to the bridge. I'm not gonna stop anybody who wants to stay, but I'll give you time. I don't know about you, but I could use a drink. I'm going to head to the bar. (laughs) 
<laughs> you push in, head over to the bar. Um, uh, you walk in, you see the record player over in the corner of the room, kind of like when you walk in, it's in that left corner, um, kind of out towards the rest of the room. You just hear this playing. And then once it like ends, it just starts over and it just starts playing again. Um, Is that, if I know about enough about a record player, that would probably be odd activity for it to to start over right yeah yeah okay yeah you would notice that as you're pouring yourself a drink and restarts vivi will go over and try to lift the needle and pull it completely off sure um you uh are able to lift the needle kind of pull off the record um, you see written on it, it is called Under the Sea by Kevin Baumgard. And um, it was produced by um, Mars Corp in 1965. I'm going to have you make a sanity roll for me. Okay. 1965? Yep. Yeah. That's... Um, that is a 66, <laughs> which is a failure. All right, you're gonna lose four points of sanity as you're looking at this, just bewildered for a moment as you're staring at it. Is everything all right over there? I don't know. This this must must be a printing error or something. This. Uh, this record says it was printed in uh, nineteen in the nineteen sixties, which obviously couldn't have happened. No, uh, hasn't happened. Probably just a misprint then. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. When when the nurse mentions this, swirling my drink, I'm gonna look at the bottle, and maybe look at a few other bottles. Specifically, looking for dates. Um, have you taken a drink? Um, I think I probably would have. All right, make a sanity pull for me. Okay. <laughs> or blood. <laughs> oh god. That is a ten. Yeah, it's alcohol. Um, and as you are looking around at these bottles, go ahead and make a uh, spot hidden roll. 24, that should be a success. Yes, 24. Okay, um, none of these bottles were dated before 1965. Okay. How's the drink? Sorry, let me process that again. Before 65, so they're 65 or later. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, so. Um, tastes like the future. And I'll uh, grab a bottle, corked, and I'm going to just toss it over to Cal. One that that shows that it's dated. Okay. Um, He will quickly put a gun away and then catch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What the... That doesn't make any sense. 
Miss O'Hara, you might be on the right track. <sighs> that doesn't I... make me feel any better, but... No. Oh. Um, I'm going to pull out my watch again. If I, I've probably continuously wound it this entire time. I'll give it a shake. Still nothing, right? No. Uh, is there anything on the tables? Uh, are they set or anything like that, or are they empty? Um, they're set in terms of like the coasters are there. You've got some like straws, um, right. but other than that, they're empty. Okay, like there's no menus or anything. No, no. Okay. Um. Is there anything in the room, Look, sort of looking at it, is there anything that doesn't, we don't recognize as being in a lounge, something that's unfamiliar? Uh, you know, how, how does the record player look? Um, is it a gramophone or is it a, a, a 60s? Is, it, what I, is what I mean, is, yeah, it, is it, it, it of looks, our time or is it? It looks of your time, yes. Okay, okay. What um, about the papers or posters that are on the table? Yeah. What are the time periods of those? Coasters. 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 Yeah. But it, yeah. But it, uh, going from on from that, is there any pictures or anything on the mm -hmm. walls? Because uh, you know, sort of looking around the room for anything that doesn't fit our time. Okay. Anyone who wants to investigate the paintings on the walls, make a spot hidden roll. Okay. Uh, they're paintings, you said. Yeah. Like uh, framed. Yeah. Pictures yeah. or paintings. As an art curator, uh, any advantage to that? I have a 32 out of 50. Uh, I got 50 out of 66. I will say, um, take a bonus 10% to that for the art curator. 62 out of 60, I'm gonna use two points uh, to, to get there for sure. success. Okay. Um, so you are looking around at these various, they're like um, just very average sized picture frames basically, but there are little paintings inside and you're looking around, it's like of various ships, just nautical designs. Um, and Evie begins to notice that Many of these designs repeat. As you look at one, it has, you know, just a horizon. But the one across the room, that has that same horizon, but a ship kind of moving into it. And um, it'll take you a few minutes to kind of uh, maybe collect these and kind of put them in an order if you would like to do that. Yeah, yeah, I think as I start to pick up on you know, a pattern or a, a sequence. Just kind of point that out to everyone and then, yeah, maybe start pulling them off the wall and, okay. and laying them out. All right. Is there anything anybody else wants to do while this is happening? Because this will take a few minutes. This is going to help heavy, so. As we're pulling them off, I want to look at the backs also okay. to see if there's anything written. Sure. What are Vivi and Cal doing? Thinking. Uh, Cal uh, would uh, look out the window, if there's any windows. Is there any windows? Um, There is a small, almost like odd porthole looking window okay. over on one of the walls. Okay. 
I'll just have a glance, just checking. Great. Perimeters. Um, Vivi is, while they're doing the paintings and Cal is looking out the window, she's going to go over to where the alcohol is and start looking at the bottles, finding like the highest alcohol contents or like the, the, something that could be used for um, like antiseptic or something like okay. that. Um, yeah, sure. You'd be able to find a couple of those as you're searching through, can kind of collect those in. Um, Cal, I'm going to have you make a spot hidden roll. Oh, here we go. 88. Mm-hmm. See anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, you look out and it's just all, it's so fuzzy. It's all like clouds or steam or something. You even like do, you kind of like try to wipe it off and it seems to be on the other side and you're just kind of squinting and looking out and then you see a face slam into it from the other side. Um, it looks to be like an eye and a cheekbone just slam into it and the eye is wide and like moving around and then it looks directly at you. I'm gonna have you make a sanity roll for me. Hey. Uh, as I said, here we go, 95. Oh, uh, you are going to lose four points of sanity oh. and you stumble backwards. You actually stumble, you trip over one of the chairs, you fall over the chair kind of flatters, twisted in yeah. your legs. Lots of, lots you- of profanity. <laughs> just cursing as you look up you see the eye is still in this window but the eye itself seems to be the window at this point it's like coming out of the glass and the eye is just moving and looking and you're just looking up at it and pointing once everyone's attention turns towards it it's gone cal man get a hold of yourself what are you doing i looking Fuck, I hate this boat. There we go. I'm, I'm is looking, yeah. What? What's with the pictures? I, I think they tell a story. Here. And uh, I start laying them out and, and trying to put them in that order of, of what looks to be that sequence. Sure. Um, and as you're taking these and laying them out, looking on the backs, um, there is nothing on them. There's no stamp. There's no date. There is absolutely nothing. It looks like the cheapest, just sm- like absolute cheapest frame they could have possibly gotten. There's no indication on the back at all. Oh, but as you start putting them in an order, you have to kind of move some of the tables. Um, to the side because it takes up a good chunk of this floor. You have them laid out on this crimson rug and you have the sea on the horizon. You have a ship gradually moving in and then once the ship is fully in frame, you begin to see there's quite a few photos with the ship in just the center of the frame, but it's what's happening on the ship. You see crew members moving around and then you see the deck covered in blood. And then you see there are no crew members. You see creatures with twisted faces moving through the ship. And then you see the ship begin to move out of frame. And as soon as it hits the end of the frame, it begins coming through 
on the other side. Just a constant circle. You see that happen until it makes it all the way through to the center of the frame again. The last, the last sets of, of uh, paintings are that same, where it's kind of going out one in the other. Or, yeah, it kind yeah. of looks like it, it does like a full two mm-hmm. laps, and then once it's center again, um, it is center and empty, and it looks old. It looks like an old ship. It looks like it was. Um, lost at sea or abandoned or it just looks aged and weathered and as you move to the next and the last painting um, you look at this ship and you see the five of you standing on it looking up but it's moving and you're waving your hands trying to get someone's attention, trying to get your attention. Everyone looking at this, go ahead and make a sanity roll for me. It never stops. 14. 43. That is a 50 on the dot for a success. I got six. Six. You're all just perfectly fine with seeing yourselves in paintings. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> that was zero failures, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna say you looked at this, and then all of you simultaneously just sat back and started looking across to each other, like no longer looking at the painting, just kind of sat back, sat up straight in silence, just looking at each other for a moment. More and more weird shit. You know, I feel like a week ago, this would have been awful. But after the week we've had, or perhaps the last couple of days we've had... Uh, try decades is... there, Miss O'Hara. <laughs> right. So, does this mean that we have now been vaulted 40 years into the future and there's no way of getting out and we're just going to be in this forever? I don't understand what's going on right now. Either we have been moved to the future or this ship is, or this room is from the future. Because as far as I know, I started in the 1920s and the room where Mrs. Glass was, and I was attending to her, that equipment and everything was of our time period. And uh, everything that we've seen up to this point is from our time period. Sebastian, the other nights when you had your nightmare or whatever. Wasn't there something you said was carved in the desk? Cal, I believe you saw that as well. Mm-hmm. Was it won't stop. Perhaps it's in reference of this journey. I can imagine a lifetime 
of running and hiding and these visions would drive anyone to madness. Is there any chance we could communicate with what you saw? You are more than welcome to try, um, but that is probably the worst idea I've heard. Um, and there have been a lot of bad ideas thrown around here since we started to be in this shit. So um, you're more than welcome to. Um, the other suggestion is that maybe we just go and see if we can get this damn boat out of here. I mean, have we tried steering it out of here at all? Cal, no. you said that it, you, we can communicate, yes, with the, the outside well, the radio seemed to be functional. I mean, we could try it. But I heard something on the radio, but uh, it that didn't was seem next on our lists, so. It didn't seem, what? It, it was a voice just saying it wouldn't stop, but uh, I guess I thought it was just a Maybe it's just a trick of the mind. I mean, we've all begun those, haven't we? I haven't. Yet. You've not? No, when you all left the room, you left the room and then lost your senses. <laughs> Three of you went down the hall. You were shooting your gun into an empty hallway. Did and you... one of you went through Did... a room. Vivi, have you, I assume you've been keeping track of, of your time on the ship? How, I have, how long have you felt you've been on this journey? Eight days. How long have you been in the employment of uh, our late Mr. Glass? At the beginning of this voyage, he hired me oh. for this voyage to take care of his wife. Okay. Has his wife always been drinking blood this entire time? Drinking, no, but needing blood, yes. Why? Unfortunately, I do not know the cause of that. He, she was already sick when I was hired. And she has always needed blood transfusions, needing fresh blood, no more blood. And how was her blood stored? In ice chests. In blood bags, as you saw her drinking from. Where but did all that blood come from? I was not privy to such information. But... At this point, too... Uh, you've all heard the music kind of um, muffled a little bit and uh, Vivi you look down at the record that's still in your hand and there's just a moment where you kind of glance over at the record player and it's not moving you just hear the music very very muffled and you hear the sound of like this, this whooshing sound in your ears. Um, 
First, I'm gonna have all of you make a sanity roll and we'll see how this plays out. Who failed? Oh. Okay. Um, so I need you all to roll a d10 for me. Or just one of you. You can pick just one of you to roll if you would like. I got a two. Good, good. Oh no. Sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So, um, first, the three of you lose six points of sanity. Oh, God. That puts me well over (laughs) my insane threshold then. Right. Um, All right. So what happens is as you're all looking over at this record player and you hear the music, you hear this whooshing in your ears. And as you begin to look around at each other, um, Cal and Evie are just watching them react to something. Uh, But Vivi, Emily, and Sebastian suddenly hair starts floating and uh, the alcohol bottles that were taken down just start kind of floating up. Um, The record in your hand just kind of floats and you look around all the coasters and the tables are just moving and, and floating as if this entire room was underwater. Do the three of you do anything? Still breathe. All right, you take a breath and your lungs fill with water and you immediately <laughs> just start choking and you kind of like, there's nothing you can do. You're just sitting there choking and choking. Um, Cal and Eddie, you see Emily's face start turning blue and, and red as she's sitting there just struggling to breathe. Uh, there's a moment where all of you begin to like you feel yourselves float up out of your chairs, and then you see something swim past you. As it swim past, it grabs onto the uh, uh, lounge door and just like slithers through it. And at this point, the vision stops. And while you didn't see them floating, once the vision stops, the three of you just slam down. You just stumble down from your standing or, or sitting positions that you were in and you just fall down onto the floor and Emily just starts coughing up salt water. I probably would have ran over to her mm. in, in, in kind of like trying to shake her. So um, maybe preventing that fall, but now I'm getting covered in that uh, brackish water, unfortunately, so. Payback for the blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just salt water. Emily, Emily, what, what, what is going on with you all? Um, you cannot hear him. The three of you are temporarily deaf. You still hear the whooshing in your ears. It's just uh, coughing out along. Um, I. Have you, do you like hold her up and like set her on the ground or like you're holding her cause she's about to fall over? Um, I think like I'd come over maybe probably shoulders, like grab your your, your shoulders yeah, yeah, yeah. there when you're initially going through that fit. And then uh, feeling when, as that vision collapses for you, I assume that you drop and so then kind of like um, catch you uh, and then and then try and sit you back up and then 
Um, yeah, if there's like a chair or something right nearby, it's probably try and set you down on that. I feel like after seeing something swim by, um, and after all the time she's been grabbed <laughs> in the last six hours, um, she she probably wouldn't even have gotten to the point where you'd put her on a chair. Uh, you'd like grab her, catch her, she falls, and then like backpedal, um, maybe like crashing into a table or something. Um, and just try to like, like when you're trying to shake the water out of your ears, um, and just like hold a hand up and try to <laughs> chuck the, the water. And Cow would help the other two if they were on the floor or whatever, he would go to the other two and then pick them up and sort of say, you okay? Oh, what happened? Yeah, and, and you see you see Cow's mouth moving, but none of you can hear. Uh, I'm just gonna like sort of like just like uh, like s- like look at you and like push you back and then I am just gonna start like beelining for like the like lounge door because I'm like I'm done I'm out. I'm out so I'm just gonna start like basically like shakily like trying to get out of here. All right, you just rush over, push open the lounge door, and you're able to cool head, head um, down the hall. I'm gonna just start opening up all the crew doors because I like. And I'm just like yelling at this point. I can't yep. hear myself, but I am yelling <laughs> loud enough that I can like basically hear the, the like as much like reverberation in my yeah. like head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, the rest of you, just hear the doors slamming open, and you just hear Sebastian shouting. Like, n- are you shouting anything specific? No, it's or are you like just, just like, ah! like incoherent. Yeah, like it's so incoherent. Um. Cow would like to uh, take his mystery gun, put it on the table in, uh, near. Uh, Evie and go Jesus Christ and then <laughs> and then run after uh, Sebastian leaving the gun on the table um, for their own use if necessary all right and get to the door at the, and see what Sebastian's still there I mean has he has he been disappeared uh he's still there he, he's just pushed open the last crew door um All these crew rooms are completely empty. Great. Um, I will say that last one though, the door opens in the hallway, you know, like, um, you know, like in The Shining, when you look down the hallway and the, ha- the hallway just stretches, that's what happens with the crew door. You open the crew door and it's just an impossibly long hallway with doors on every side. Just stand there, just staring in shock. <laughs> Not long you're shouting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Cow, as, 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 if he stopped, he will approach and go, um, Sebastian, uh, are you okay? Uh, in... gonna look you and I'm just going to be like, <laughs> what, I can hit what? Can't you hear can't you. Hit. No, I can't. And then he shouts, just, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but I can hear you. I'm not really good at reading lips, so if you could speak a little bit slower, that'd be great. Fuck's sake. I understood that one. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, um, there's no... Can you please look into this room? Um, uh, yeah, Carol will look in. Yeah, you look in, it's, it just stretches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good 
going to quickly close the door back. Uh, just close it. Um, Go ahead and both of you make a spot hidden roll for me. Oh, okay. Uh, 67. Oh, I think I'm going to spend a two luck for success. I got a 66, and I will not spend anything because that would be a lot of luck to use on one roll. Okay, so as, um. uh, as Sebastian is going to close that door, Cal gets the briefest glimpse of all of the doors opening and people covered in white sheets stepping out. And then the door closes. Come on. Are we talking like uh, Michael Myers? Like uh, bed sheets, like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay, not, yeah, okay, right. Um, yeah, come, uh, we, we, <laughs> we need to go, run. Right. Oh, great, okay. Um, I will start jogging back over to the um, <laughs> uh, yeah. the lounge um, door. Uh, Cal uh, will let Sebastian go first and keeping an eye on that door as he's sort of backing right. up the hallway. All right, so we all meet back up in the lounge. Um, I will say your uh, deafness is, it's not something that's just gonna wear off immediately. You have, you can hear like very muffled um, like the deeper voices, you can more feel them than anything right now. Is your ears are like draining, basically? Um, yeah, Vivi actually... has been sitting there like trying to unplug her ears and popping them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Cal will get his notebook and pencil and write, "We need to go," and and show it. And he will say to uh, Evie. Um, I think I saw something in one of the rooms. I don't know whether it's real or not, but if if it's real, we're going to be heavily outnumbered. So what's the plan? Um, get to the bridge. Okay. We can we can barricade ourselves in there. It's got communication steering. Hopefully, if it's still functional. I'm going to take the uh, gun that he set down by the barrel, so uh, grip towards him and just hand it back and say. This is no good for me. Okay. Um, he will offer it to either of the uh, the ladies. Uh, Vivi, I got one. Oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> and he'll put it back in his pocket. <laughs> I will just start making my way out and going up to the deck. Mm. All right. Um, I will say by the time you you get up to the deck, the ocean is still surrounding you and you see lightning and, and you hear thunder through every part. It's like clouds and ocean at the same time. Um, and at some point you swallow and your ears pop and everything seems way louder than it should. And um, it, it's very obvious to the other two that, hey, they, they can hear now as oh. it just like pops and they're like, oh, um, are we heading up to the captain's quarters? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you head up those stairs. It is um, kind of that half wall all the way around with glass and a, a glass ceiling. Um, you head in through this door 
Um, this is where all the navigation panels are, and uh, there's that spiral staircase in the center that leads down into the captain's actual quarters, which we had great experiences in last session. Captain, captain, just kind of call out initially, not yeah, I, expecting much. Yeah, shout out for him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take another peek, and I'm gonna uh, head down. Uh, the stairs and just look around and, and see if anything looks wildly different from the last time we were in here. Okay. I am just going. at the stairs. I'm not going to go really go in, but just when I can see the room. As that's happening, I'm going to close the doors to the quarters and I'm going to try shoving something in front of it. Great. Yep. If anyone wants to help. <laughs> I, I was what going is... to do the same thing, so I will assist. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, are Vivi or Emily doing anything? Specific. Um... I'll go over to the thing and try to turn on the radio. Just okay. toggle the buttons like I saw Cal do. All right. Um, so we're in like the, not like the captain's quarters yet, but we're kind of in the navigation room or- Right, you have like a full like panel basically that'll have like, uh, you've got different maps on the walls. It has like your coordinates and um, there is like a pretty small like captain's wheel sort of thing in the center. Um, Vivi will go over and start looking at the maps, just see if there's any sort of notations on them, or like, this is the path we're taking, or this is the path we have been on, that kind of stuff. Okay. All right, I'm going to have Sebastian make a strength roll. There's, a, I presume there's an on switch and the speaker bit. And that's all. She's not going to yeah, try. Just to... kind of messing with. Okay, <laughs> yeah. gotcha. Um, I'm going to have Vivi make a navigation roll, and I'm going to have um, Cal assist with that strength. Uh, and Evie, I'm going to have you make a spot hidden roll. Got a 37 for my strength, and my strength is 45, so I'm good. Sweet. What was 30, on, 30 on the dot. Sweet. All right. Set. Yeah. So you shut that door and both of you grab like the same um, just little shelf. It looks like it has like a model ship on it and like a maybe photo of like the captain's kid or something. Those both flatter off as you push over uh, the shelf in front of this door. Uh, Vivi, what was your navigation rule? Uh, it is a 24, which is above my navigative 10. All right, you're looking at these. Um, it would probably help if uh, these maps and coordinates were in languages and numbers that you understood, but these this these symbols don't make any sense. Evie, what was your spot hidden? Fifty-five. That is a success. Okay. Um, as you are glancing down into the captain's quarters. Uh, you see the briefest little bit of movement at the bottom of the stairs. And as you're kind of focusing on it, it moves again, almost as if it's kind of shifting to get out of the way of the stairs. And you see one long wing. There might be something down here. In... Yeah, I go back up the stairs, and then when I come out to the um, main bridge area, uh, 
if there's any opportunity to try and put some sort of a um, obstacle from the stairs, I think I'll kind of look around and, and... Yeah, you can probably take one of the other shelves and try to like sh- wedge that into the stairs as well. Okay, and look around and if, if uh, yeah, Cal, uh, Sebastian are, aren't uh, currently doing something, just give me a hand. Give me a hand and I just start uh, tugging that over there. Yeah, I'll say easy enough with those previous rolls. You can scoot another shelf over and uh, you scoot it and then the corner of it kind of falls into the staircase and it wedges itself into this spiral staircase to block this path. So you are now, you have the door blocked and the stairs blocked inside of this little navigation uh, center. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say for certain because we all have been and haven't been seeing shit, but I saw something. And if it's there, I'd rather it not come up. Um, meanwhile, Emily, as you are kind of pushing, it's, 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 I mean, you hear like the static, you hear it change as you're pushing the button. You assume this is going to work. It, it sounds live, whether there's anyone on the other end, I'm not sure, but I, it sounds like it'll work. Uh, Give it a go. I will press the microphone on uh, and say, um, uh, hello, is there anyone out there? We're we're lost at sea of a sort. Is there anyone out there? And I'll release the button and listen. A response comes through. Uh, You hear static for a moment, then you hear a little click. And it says, we hear you. What is your position? Over. Uh, I look at the rest of the group. Someone's responded. What? what, uh, We were looking at the maps. Where are we? Can I give the coordinates of what I had previously seen of where we were? Is that a possibility? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Um, I'll give you the coordinates. Um, I will uh, relay them to the other end. Okay. Um, You hear static? Again, and here. Repeat your situation. Over. Um, the crew is missing. There's only a handful of us left. The captain is gone. Uh, over. The radio pops, and you hear the speakers kind of cut out. Pops, cracks, you see a couple little sparks fly from it, and then you hear more static as the light kind of flickers, and um, through the speakers, all of you hear... The house couldn't swallow him, so let's see if the sea can. And I'm gonna have you all make a sanity roll. <laughs> oh. 33. Seven. Eighty-five. Eighty-four. <laughs> Sixty-three. All right, those that failed are gonna lose four points of sanity. Been rolling all fours today, man. Um, after this cracks, uh, those that, um, let's see, Emily, you failed, correct? All right, correct. you you feel an electric shock as a spark jumps up your arm from uh, holding onto this radio. You see flashes of images. You see a house, a gorgeous house with clean, brightly lit chandeliers 
and light fixtures. You see a fireplace and a large gold-framed mirror. You see a basement with ancient symbols drawn on the floor, books and candles open everywhere, and then you hear the screams. The screams of the souls tormented by the house and a flash of the family portrait. One of the family members faces smile back at you, a familiar smile of Dr. Arthur Glass. You pull your arm away. It all happens in a split second. You just let go of, uh, of the radio. The shock has kind of blackened one of your fingers. You are going to lose one hit point from this as just this electric shock moved up your hand. Um, and all of you watch as Emily like winces away from the radio. The smell of like melted plastic or whatever the medical mm. clubs are made out of back in the day. Latex. Latex, yeah. Um, can I make an occult roll to recognize the Yes. I go for it. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a 31 out of 40. Okay. Um looking <laughs> at this uh kind of closing your eyes and trying to remember the symbols that were drawn on the floor. You you've only come across this maybe one other time before and it was another just odd case, sort of. Um, A book nobody's heard of. In a library nobody's heard of. Caught your interest. You looked at it. These symbols have something to do with the ancient ones. Unfortunately, you're not entirely sure what the symbols do, but I will say with that success, you would recognize one of the symbols as a sort of symbol of sacrifice or trade in a way. Hmm. Um, Emily. Like after burning her hand and kind of jolting backwards, shuts her eyes and you can see her kind of almost like doing math in her head um, as she tries to like picture these things. And then um, she kind of glances over at the rest of you. I... When I... When I was in Greece a number of years ago, there was so much to explore. And there was this one little library in the middle of nowhere, not too, too far from some of the ruins I was working on. You know, in the study of occult and in the histories of the world, there's all sorts of gods and terrors that that, that you might see. And often, the I mean, they're just bedtime stories that we've made up over the years and centuries to make sense of the world. Um, 
But I think we may have stumbled into one um, that exists. Um, Dr. Glass seems to have been involved with uh, something called the Ancient One. I, I don't, I don't, it's not my area particularly of study, I don't know. But um, he seems to have made some sort of sacrifice to try to perhaps curry favor. I, I, I don't know what they provide, but... Perhaps healing for his wife? Perhaps. Or perhaps she was a sacrifice. Or are we? <laughs> well, it... Did you all hear the voice, or was that just me? No. The house couldn't swallow him, so we'll see if the sea can. So either our ancient terror is a gentleman, or Dr. Glass has put us into some trouble that isn't, isn't anything we can do about it. Well, they have our coordinates, and we told them the crew is missing, so I would hope that they would come, unless what we've given them is in the middle of nowhere and there's nothing and we are just nowhere? I don't know. I, I hope we haven't given them a death sentence. I mean, what if they come across the same thing that sucked us in. Hopefully it's centered on Dr. Glass, but I don't know how these things work. <laughs> it was centered on Dr. Glass, so then I would assume that if he's dead, then we wouldn't be in this mess right now. So, right. so either he's not dead, then we should go kill him, or he is dead and it's not connected <laughs> to him. From what I saw just before we closed their living quarters and what we heard, I'd question his survival, but... It might be prudent to go down there. Not specifically to check to see if he is alive but Dr. Glass's room was adjoining Mrs. Glass's. He often went in there and I never could understand what he was saying but he was talking and muttering and often in fits. So if there is to be an answer found about his connection or what he was doing that would be the place to find it. The other thing if it could be just connected to Miss Glass in which then I would suggest that we could also kill her and see if it works. I would at least feel a little bit better knowing that she's dead. So. Side of the boat. <laughs> see if the sea can swallow them up. I do not think I will be able to help you in that endeavor, but I will not <laughs> stop you. Certainly not my skill set. <laughs> Miss O'Hara, 
Hmm. You mentioned a voice. I know we've heard many of them, but something about the mirror? Uh, yes, um, before, before we opened Mr. Glass's door, when I peeked through with, with my watch, the mirror inside, I saw a face and heard, how do you know you're on the wrong side of the mirror? The mirror inside Mrs. Glass's room. Is that the mirror you're talking about? No, my what? And she pulls out a pocket watch. Um, she clicks it, the, and the front opens, has a casing on it. Um, I was using this to, um, you know, try to peek around the corner when we couldn't open the door to, to the glasses room. Um, there was an impossible face. I, I mean, as if you were trying to, as if there was someone in the wardrobe that was blocking the door. Um, so, I mean, perhaps, but are there, are there rooms, or sorry, are there mirrors in all of our rooms as well, or is it kind of bare bones everywhere? Bare. Um, you know, I'm gonna, as we're speaking of it, I will click open the thing again and look around the room, but looking in the reflection just to see what the room looks like. Okay. Um, make a sanity roll for me. Great. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. um, you are going to lose three points of sanity as you begin looking through this mirror around the room. And um, you're currently, you know, standing in uh, this navigation center in this ship. But as you are moving this mirror around, you are standing in the living room of a mansion. And you can see a fireplace and you can see a large mirror with uh, like a gaudy gold frame, the same one that you had just seen flashes of. You're kind of moving the mirror around and you see someone standing in like the doorway of this room there. They kind of look, they glance, they look back like a double take and they squint at you through the mirror. And they're just kind of looking. They have a like pencil thin mustache and they have a gun in their hand and you just kind of hear them muttering, tick, talk, tick, talk. And he holds the gun up towards the mirror and says, bang. And as he fires, all of you watch the mirror or the, the pocket watch, like the little reflective surface on it, just explode as a gun, as a bullet slams into it. The, the It bursts out of your hands. You, you don't take any damage from this, but you kind of pull your hand back and it is destroyed. And she looks at the rest of the group. Emily, what what was that? What, it was did a, you see something? There was... I was in the living room. Uh, a big gold mirror mansion, perhaps. The glasses, In, in the maybe. reflection. In the reflection. And, um, 
there was a person, a, a man, a tiny little mustache and a gun and he, he shot me. All I heard was him saying tick-tock and bang. Wait, 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 he said what? Tick-tock and then bang and well, gesture at the stuff on the floor. <laughs> Do you recognize the house? Did you know the person? Um, well, the house from the original, when the radio was going, the, the flashes of the, the mansion of gold and, and, and well-to-do, certainly, uh, which I presume to be the glasses house. And I don't, I didn't recognize the person, did I? Okay. I didn't recognize the man. Did I? Um, I think it was when I was looking under the bed in the captain's quarters I'd heard the voice tick tock tick tock the thing that grabbed out at me did it come from that or was it just a voice it seemed to come from that yeah. okay so that, Her description well, of this individual with the, the mustache and whatnot, does that seem familiar at all to what I experienced? Who saw a tw twisted okay, yeah. face kind of come out? So, yeah, hard to... I mean, there's definitely a connection there with the TikTok, but yeah. other than that, it's hard to tell. There's, there's certainly some connection, I think, to... Uh, many things we've we've gone through here uh i think i'm with miss dorman here about going to their uh their quarters and and seeing if there's something we can figure out mrs glass had a mirror in her room as well that in the last few days i've seen strange things in it i couldn't explain exactly what they were but Glimpses, flashes of things that were not there, were not supposed to be there. Thank you for letting us know this information now, I suppose. Well, we're not in the room anymore now, are we? We've not had too much of time to discuss things at a length. Well, um, barricading the door, I suppose, was for nothing, so, um, sure. Let's go down there and see what happens. All right, so we are heading back down to in a massive the circle. Room. Um, is there any conversation along the way, or is there anything you want to prepare along the way? Any order you want to go down in? Give me the details. So, before we headed down. Um, you you all would have seen because the 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 watch shatters everywhere, but Emily kind of picks through like <laughs> the pieces and pulls out the watch chain and just kind of tucks it in a pocket um, before heading down. Um, but she's very quiet. <sighs> and now down to one glove again. <laughs> yeah. I knowing what's in this case. Um, I'm still going to have that with me. It, it's a good blunt object as well, so maybe there's some value in that regard, but I definitely have been bringing this uh, little chest along as well. Um, otherwise, just 
Maybe starting to get into uh I just want to get this over with no matter what that means. I think while we're walking down, I want to talk to uh, Vivi and just sort of be like, uh, just sort of, sort of, just sort of get a little bit more information about Miss Glass. Um, has this? Evie said that she moved out of the bed and then went after Mr. Glass. Have you ever seen her leave the bed since you have started working for Mr. Glass? No. Never. Her condition kept her bedridden. She was very weak. Uh, when I first met her, even her skin color was already very pale. As I said, she needed multiple bland blood transfusions. And that incident with that blood bag that you saw was actually our last one. We were supposed to have enough to last for eight or for the journey. Obviously, she was taking more than what we had anticipated. Vivi, what was the reason for the restraints? I was not informed of that. I assumed it was for her safety uh, to keep her from trying to stand up. Some patients do think that they can do things when physically they cannot. Well, she... Certainly uh, was able to get out of them. And that was the last uh, bits of what I saw. Just ripping them to shreds as if they were nothing. As as cows, I'd imagine cow would probably go up front uh, as he's sort of checking around corners and sort of uh, before they sort of c- carry on around the corridors. He, he'll turn back to. Um, how many transfusions a day was she having? Um, at first it was only one, maybe two, but as we went further into our journey, it increased tremendously. So it was almost every other hour. It's I was not given a diagnosis. I was, and even, I'm not a doctor, but I've seen a lot, but I've never seen anything like this. Her blood was changing. It was, it was darkening from what normally you would see, more what you would see when a body has been dead for a while. But the blood transfusions seem to help her be more comfortable. And give her a bit more strength. Though that seems ridiculous, but now. What would we as individuals from this era and also myself as someone who's kind of studied occults and mythology and so on know about vampires <laughs> or vampire adjacent creatures <laughs> um you would know you would know the stories you would know anything 
lore-related. I mean, you would know the majority Dracula, of it. Dracula would just, have been published at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you just you don't know how much of that is fact, if any mm. of it's fact. Yeah. But you'd be familiar. Okay. Um. So evil. Evil read about vampires and that sort of mythos. Yes. I can't be the only one thinking that that aligns a little bit. Well, I don't know about vampires, but it did look awfully like she was feeding. Mm. Right. <clears throat> well, I just what, can't what help I... that uh, we may have stumbled across the disappearance of the crew. She never left her room. I have been in the room with her the entire time. Oh, I was I'm not suggesting left. it was you. I mean, no, but supply. she never left the room either. No, was but she was being supplied. Um, so they ever didn't talk to you at all? Ever say anything? Sorry, what was that? Did she ever talk to you? Did she ever say anything? Even just mumblings of anything. She would she was often sleeping. She was just very weak. Um, Miss Dr. Glass was the one who uh, was the one who communicated mostly to me, but about the same time I started seeing the things in the mirrors, those glimpses, she started making noises in her sleep. There, it wasn't full on talking. It was more just noises. How long into the journey would you say that was? It was few days it was if I would have to guess about two days ago if that is what it really was the food started getting shitty and nightmares vision starting to happen not a whole lot of not a whole lot of coincidences in all this I'd have to say As we pass the door that I jumped through, are there any large, perhaps steak-shaped <laughs> chunks of wood that I might be able to okay. acquire? Okay. <laughs> um, I'll say make a make a luck roll. <laughs> As yes, you are coming up to the door. Uh, that you had closed previously across the hall. There's the door shattered as uh, from yep. what Emily. That's a fifty-two out of fifty-nine. <laughs> okay, wow, yeah, you're able to find one good enough. Um, <laughs> that could probably work. Great. <laughs> Emily just goes over and grabs onto a uh, wooden stake. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> On that note, I think uh, maybe in preparations, as we talked about either in the um, bridge or along the way, looking for a, well, never mind. I said the case. I think I'll stick with the case as my blunt object. 
Alright, so we have a wooden stake. We have a case. We have uh, guns. Cow uh, would uh, have seen the stake. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Miss O'Hara. Um, what do you intend to do with a piece of wood? Well, uh, it feels silly to say, but much of vampiric mythology involves stabbing through the heart with a piece of wood, oh. so. You know what, Emily, I'm gonna have you, you're like a book reader, correct? I, indeed, <laughs> I am indeed a book reader. <laughs> do you have a library <laughs> skill? Uh, I do actually, yeah. I'm gonna have you roll that for me. Okay. Uh, that is, uh, that's a no. That's okay. a 99. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. First you fight Ador, and now you're fighting with Ador. Okay. <laughs> trying to understand your logic, but it's fine. <clears throat> I mean, what would you stab a vampire for the heart with? I didn't even... I, are we running with this vampire idea now? Listen, what are our options? <laughs> I'm going to carry a piece of wood around. If I don't use it, I don't use it. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> a gun is much better, but that's fine. If you can shoot a gun. Anyone can shoot a gun. It's just a matter of actually getting it to actually hit somebody, which you have <laughs> basically a, like, 50-50 chance, if you want to think about it that way. Hmm. More like a 20-80 chance, <laughs> if you want to get particular about it. <laughs> it all depends on if you hit what you're actually aiming for. Indeed. You don't want me shooting a gun and it going off in your direction by accident. Is that a threat, or...? I said by accident. Okay. <laughs> all right, so you're all standing right outside of the door. Probably stalling at this point. That's what, yeah. this, that's that's what, what this is. <laughs> <laughs> did um, the room that Dr. Glass would get, the adjoining room of his, did that have an exterior door into yes. the hallway as well? Mm -hmm. Is the door to uh, Mrs. Glass's room, is it still closed? Yeah, that is I the see. one that you closed yeah, on yeah. the way out, yeah. I'm just, I'm just still closed, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I take it we can't hear anything from inside. Uh, make a listen roll. Uh, a double zero and a three. What's that? Is that a three? a three? That's a three percent. Uh, three. Listening. Nice. Um, you do not hear anything. There's nothing, at least nothing moving inside. What a waste of a three. Yeah. Well, you know, you know the room is empty. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure, sure. Empty. It's quiet. Yeah. 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 You're just waiting up the, on like the no like, face, ceiling, no face. Just looking at you. In the, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Just above the door. Yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll point to the other door. Uh, this is Mr. Glass's door. Correct, yes. Well, if we want answers, we should probably go through Mr. Glass's door. Did he... Do we know or remember if he left his door open or closed? The adjoining room? Um, you would have had a decent vantage point for this. Uh, that door had been left cracked. Like, he okay. came through and if the door just kind of cracked as he came into this one, so. Okay. I'll try the door. 
Are you sure you don't want to listen? <laughs> we just all look at each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll try which door? Uh, Mr. 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 Glass's door. All right, grab the onto the door. Grab onto the door. Just, just sort of very slowly hand, turn it, see if it's if it it's locked. Locks. It is locked. Can I try unlocking it? I will. Uh, I've got lock picking as well. Um, what What is your um, lock picking skill? Uh, lock smith, right? Yes. Yes, locksmith. Uh, Forty. Okay. Yeah. You You try it. <laughs> I'll let. I mean, uh, if we're going to be pedantic, mine's forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I mean, kneel down in there and pull out a little pouch and and uh, seeing that it's locked and, and start going at it. All right. We're a very strange art curator. That's what I was going to say. A curator, a right? Great minds. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was the one that had secrets. <laughs> What kind uh, of art that you, is, uh, what kind of? That is a 50. Um, you know what? Drive it like you stole it. I'm going to use 10 points of luck to succeed. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. It unlocks. Okay. Uh, Cal will either wait for Epi to stand up or, and move back if he's going to. or he's going to As it there. clicks. Um, yeah, as it clicks, I'll turn around and, and I'll say... Uh, Maybe there's some art in here to curate. And then step back. <laughs> we didn't make it through this. I, I want to talk to you about that. Okay. Oh, there's lots I want to talk to you about, Sebastian. Um, Cal, would you mind going in first? You seem like the most well-equipped um, for this. Certainly. And he will slowly turn the door. Yeah. And, and right. slowly bring it open and lead in with the gun. Okay, yeah. You open up the door, you look in, uh, you see papers covering the walls in here. Um, you see various books open on the floor, you see the adjoining door is open, and there is a thick, thick blood trail that leads from the adjoining door through the room and into another door that looks like it may be a closet or something. Oh, oh, oh. The Mr. Glass room. The adjoining door okay. for Mrs. Glass's room. Yeah, her, yeah. yeah, is where oh, this blood trail goes in. Okay. To the other side. Okay. Does the door swing in or out? It probably into the room. In, yes. Okay. Definitely peek over the sh- the shoulder as well, and and witness this as well. I will, I will uh, edge into the room, uh, keeping an eye on. As, as, as you can keep eye in two directions, keeping an eye on the closet, but also going towards the adjoining door and just checking there's nobody waiting in there or, or doing okay. strange um, things. Yeah, heading to the adjoining door, you kind of push it open just a little bit and you see the body of Dr. Arthur Glass laying on his back with his neck and like chest completely ripped open. Uh, blood is sprayed out everywhere and kind of pulled around him, and that seems to be where this trail uh, started from. Where is he again? He is in Rowena's room. Okay, so he's in that room. Does the blood look dragged, or does it look like it it pulled and and flown over to the closet? Uh, It looks dragged. Okay. Um, And 
the two of you looking at this, go ahead and make a sanity roll for me as it, it's it's a lot to look at, but it's also the smell too. At the same time, it's just this awful rotten smell. I am going to have my like my body half into the like threshold of Mr. Glass's room, Arthur's room, and I'm gonna have since they're looking at the door, I'm gonna have my gun pointed at the closet. Good. It's not my first dead body, 37. Correct. Hand quickly to my mouth uh, for the smell, but uh, I hold it together, 29. All right. Yeah, and I will gesture to sort of keep an eye uh, on the closet to everybody, uh, hence why Sebastian would have. Miss O'Hare, you might, you might not want to come in here. Uh, lovely. <laughs> lovely. I'll pull out a handkerchief cover my nose and just like I think uh, I think we found some more blood for the transfusions <laughs> I don't think that's necessary any longer probably not <clears throat> these papers that are all over the wall do they look like they've been scribbled on do they look like papers torn out of books they um, a little bit of both they look okay. like um, definitely papers torn out of books with uh, various symbols or writings on them. Mm. Um, some of them look like papers torn out of notebooks, so th they mm -hmm. have been scribbled on as well. Um, you see some of them, some of them are on the floor loosely as if they were like pulled down and discarded and just kind of thrown down to the floor. Um, books everywhere. Various languages as well. Vivi will step into the room see the blood trail and everything. Um, and I assume she can probably see Arthur's body from- um, Stepping in far enough, yeah, you can glance over and see Arthur's body. So she'll go over there and kneel down and just kind of inspect like the wounds, kind of do like a medical look over, like- Sure, um, go ahead and make a medicine roll. Um, that is a 55, which is a success. Okay. Um, his neck is entirely ripped open. Um, he definitely bled out pretty quickly. Um, I'll say with that roll, though, you are able to look. It looks like the chest and neck were ripped out almost like by the collarbones. Like the claws went into the collarbones and literally just ripped up. Um, on the neck itself, kind of like directly under, you do see two puncture wounds as well. Is there anyone else in that room currently with her? Um, Kyle would have gone in the room just to cover you, so you're not in the room on your own, as uh, Sebastian's covering the closet, so. So she kind of turns the head, like looking at the um, the wounds on the neck. Well, your Miss O'Hara may have been onto something with her vampire theory. Yeah, that's not something you see every day. No, I'm more used to different body parts being missing. Um, does it seem like the body doesn't have as much blood in it as it should, or like pooling of blood is not? Um, a little bit. 
Yeah, um, not as much as you would maybe expect. Um, <laughs> while the blood has pulled, it has definitely stopped, and there is it's not quite as much there as there probably should be. You also, as you're inspecting, you see one of the collarbones and rib cages, like rib cage pieces, but the other one is not here. Sentences I say as a. <laughs> <laughs> One's there, um, there's not. Yeah, so she's just, she's trying not to get her hands dirty doing this. She's just kind of gingerly moving things, maybe picking up, I don't know, like a, something off the floor to help move things around. Um, I'm going to kind of call out and say, um, is the heart lungs still there or is there nothing in that other um yeah i would say you would see they're they're still there they're just kind of not in the places that they should be the soft <laughs> tissues are accounted for uh we right. seem to be missing uh part of the rib cage and his collarbone well one of them Oh, have you read about vampires that um, suck blood and then also eat bones? <laughs> She's so Emily is absolutely not in this room yet after the warning that she was given. Oh, I'm also standing in the doorway, so you're good. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's behind you, probably looking at like in the direction of the other door mm -hmm. um, to Mrs. Glass's room. Um, she says, you know, it's not my area of study. I'm doing my goddamn best. <laughs> I thought you were always, uh, I thought you're all about digging up bones. There's a very distinct difference between digging bones up and consuming them, Mr. Lewis. Well, we're At missing point, some, so we need to dig them up. <laughs> At this point, too, uh, Sebastian has a really good view of the closet door opening. Uh, the door opens <laughs> and uh, you see what once was Mrs. Glass standing in this room, holding on to about half a rib cage, um, just kind of licking the, the, the bones clean, uh, blood kind of smeared all across her chin and her cheeks. You also see as she kind of finishes and looks up in your direction, her eyes are different, all black, entirely black. And you see her teeth are kind of like, you can't really see most of them, but the front two are just kind of almost like they're like fangs, not like a typical vampire's fangs. Like they are just the front, yeah, the front two teeth that kind of curl down just a little bit. Um, and you also see uh, her arms have, it, it almost looks like it's broken at first. You see like an extra bone sticking out with almost a wing-like, um, extremity added on to her arms. Her spine seems to kind of come up a little bit further than it should before it hits her neck. And you see 
um, almost like the base of wings come out and then attach to her arms as well. Whatever this is, it's not Mrs. Glass anymore. And do she I looks see this? Up. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, you I'm still this. in that room, so yeah, you are still in that room. You would look over and and see this. Uh, she turns, looks, sees both of you, and you. She drops the bones. You hear them like clatter, and that'll probably get anyone else's attention. Probably besides Emily's, who's out in the hallway. Um, as she looks up, she breathes in and she lets out this screech, this awful, terrifying screech. And she begins to sprint towards you. The two of you, like, just sprint out of the closet in your direction. What is everyone's intention? Basically, I'm asking, are you running or fighting? Oh, I'm running. I'm closing the door. Like, I will just look at Evie and I'll just be like, sorry, buddy, and I'm just gonna slam the door closed. To the hallway, right? Yes, to the hallway. Bastard. Um, hey. I'm, yeah, because I'm in the room. Uh, like, I think even before, even before hearing that, basically just bringing up that case, just a swing up to hit this thing. I mean, basically self-defense at this point. Okay. Um, and then um, what are Cal and uh, BB's? Uh, uh, Cal, uh, on hearing this, or if he sees anything through the door, he will uh, attempt to intercept. So um, you would like to you would like to rush in and... He would rush it and tackle it just gotcha. to stop it. All right. With knuckle dusters risen. <laughs> Vivi. If, that would be that would be his instinct. Okay. She wouldn't she's not going to fight it. She will grab her gun out for, you know, in case it heads her way. But I think she's going to linger a bit to make sure that Cal and Evie get out. So, or if somebody gets injured, she can be there to help. All right. Um, I'm going to leave Emily out of this round temporarily just because there's no real reaction except for seeing uh, Sebastian slam the door and run, I assume. Oh, no, I just slammed the door and then okay, okay. All right, so there, yeah, like we'll, get to, we'll get to actually, we'll do that first. So, yeah, Emily, you see Sebastian slam the door wide eyed and kind of look over at you. Uh, you hear fighting, you hear bodies colliding inside the room. What are you doing? Protecting myself. Um, uh, don't you have a gun? Yes, <laughs> okay, listen, listen. I, we should go in through the other way to Miss Glass's room and we should figure out what the fuck is going on with this mirror because if we could do it, then we could save everybody. I also just didn't want to become her snack immediately, okay? <laughs> other door is <laughs> go to the other door. <laughs> right, so you, you begin heading towards the other door. As for Evie and Cal, um, so this creature comes out of uh, this closet. The door is slammed immediately. Eyes just lock onto Evie as the closest target. Um, she leaps, you see, as she spreads her arms. It's almost like a, this is gonna sound more adorable than I was intending, but like a flying squirrel sort of situation. Um, <laughs> spreads her arms and just launches over to you. Lands, like her feet land basically on like where you're, like right above your knees. 
feet land there and then she grabs onto your collarbones on both sides. Um, just latches onto your collarbones, shrieking at you. Um, would you like to try to fight her off? Yeah. All right, so I will say you can do one of two things. You can either... She's not really my type. <laughs> you can either try to <laughs> hit her with the case while still on you and possibly still taking whatever attack that's going to be, or you can tr uh, like drop the case and try to shove her off of you. It's probably gonna restrict, yeah, because I was gonna come up with the case. So I think at this point, it's, it's just kind of like, yeah, drop, drop the case and try and shove her off. Okay, go ahead and make a brawl roll. Fighting brawl? Yeah. 47, that is a failure. Okay. As she lands on you, you feel her claws sink into your skin. They hook underneath your collarbones. You feel pressure as she tugs just barely. But as you're going to push, you kind of move with the tug a little bit. It's kind of this awkward, like, just shifting. And then she lunges down, bites into your neck, and rips outward. You are going to take seven points of damage as your blood just spatters across the door of this room and she just looks at you and she shrieks. Cal, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to spear tackle her. You know, just Great. dive at her, try and knock Rush her off her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yes, for success. All right. Uh, so you come, you just push through this doorway, slam into basically both of them at this point. Uh, slamming in, she does like, let go from uh, uh, from Evie's collarbones, and you are able to just push her off of him. Both of you kind of slam into the wall, tumble down a little bit. Uh, Evie kind of stumbles backwards, and hands probably automatically move up to the blood spilling uh, from his neck. Um, Phoebe, you after Cal sprinted through the doorway, got a perfect view of everything that's going on in there. What would you like to do? As you kind of hear the doorknob jiggling from, uh, you assume Emily coming, gonna come into the room. In Mrs. Glass's room, right? Correct, coming yeah. There. Um, is Mrs. Glass creature still on Evie? No, um, Cal has knocked her off and they both kind of slammed into the ground. They're kind of tangled up right now in each other. She's going to let out a low curse, just throw her gun on the ground and run in and try to get him out of there. Try Whether to get Evie out of there? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I will say you're able to grab Evie and like pull him into Mrs. Glass's room. Yes. that kind of the goal there? Yeah, all right. Easy enough. You're able to pull him in. So Emily and Sebastian, you open the door to see Vivi dragging in uh, Evie, who has probably kind of lost some feeling in his legs at this point, just kind of out of shock. Uh, stumbled down, being dragged in, um, blood just staining the entire side of his shirt. Sorry, buddy. Um... I'm going to start walk, walking over. Where's the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so everyone's intentions for the next round. We have Sebastian looking for the mirror. Yep. What does Emily do? Uh, um, God. 
yeah, I sh probably. No, you know what? She's going to take a moment to look in the other room for two things. One, to see what's going on with Mrs. Glass, the formerly <laughs> Mrs. Glass, um, but also to try to take a quick peek at what was described to her as a room full of paper um, to see if she can spot anything like really quick that might okay. inform what we're doing. Okay. Uh, what is Vivi doing? Vivi is going to try to um, stop, heal Evie pretty, Evie, pretty much. Okay. So she's going to try to, you know, close up the wound, stop the bleeding, all that. All right. And is Evie doing anything in particular? No, just, uh, yeah. Just laying there hoping for, um, yeah. The best? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> not to die. Yeah. All right. Um, Cal, mm. what would you like to do? Uh, I would like to try and uh, smash the face of this thing. Great, like with the, oh, with the brass uh, knuckles, uh, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Go ahead and make your roll for that. That's not good. I got a 76. Okay. So, as you reach up to go and punch down at this creature, uh, it's... You're, you're beginning to notice like certain joints are just unnatural. Um, the elbow doesn't quite work the way that an elbow should work with this new like wing. And as she goes to move, she just kind of shifts just barely. And as you go to punch down, she reaches up with uh, these claw-like hands, grabs onto your fist with one of them and slices your hand off with the other. She has your hand with the brass knuckles oh. in okay. her hand. You're going to take eight points of damage okay. as your hand suddenly just starts, just your wrist is just yeah. spurting blood yeah. right now. Uh, she just holds onto it. And then, everybody. and then she puts it in her mouth. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna uh, have you make yeah. a sanity roll for me as well. Okay, uh, everybody in the other room would hear him say, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> The out-of-character realization of what just happened was amazing <laughs> around the table. Uh, 63, so I, did, it's, I didn't make it because I'm 50-50 on sanity now. Okay, so uh, roll the d10 for me. I'm not surprised you did make that, to be honest. Right. Yeah, I mean... You're going to lose six points of sanity oh. uh, looking at this, and you... Looking at just... Rowena Glass drinking the blood from your severed hand and then she uses this moment to also just kind of like push you off of her. It kind of like pushes you up against the side of the bed on the other side and is just sitting there like drinking with with her other hand. Um, okay. You choke. <laughs> I am going to have uh, Vivi make a medicine roll. Um, so that is a 60 for her medicine, which just makes it. Okay. Uh, so I rolled a three, so he heals back three. Sweet. Yeah, as I you're basically it. stopping the bleeding, like you you just pull out any materials that you can and just start wrapping. Um, you probably don't have much mobility in your neck right now, 
Like you can't really turn your head because it is just wrapped to the point where she's trying to keep you from dying over here. Um, as for Emily and Sebastian, I'm gonna have you both make spot hidden rolls for me. I got a 13 and my spot hidden is 15. Ooh. I'm gonna push my luck to drop it down to 50 so that I succeed. Okay. Um, so Emily getting the slightest little glance into uh, Dr. Glass's, or yeah, Dr. Glass's room. You definitely see various symbols that resemble the symbols that you saw on the floor in, in your in the weird little flash that you had. Um, they're definitely the same symbols and Dr. Glass has scribbled many notes, but unfortunately you can't really see what those say unless you want to go into that room <laughs> where you where you just heard Cal shout, Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> um, as for Sebastian, you are glancing over and you do see a little, almost like bedside mirror. Um, uh, it's hung on the wall, but it's, it's almost the size of a picture frame. It's it's a little small. Um, you head over to that? Yes. All right. Um, you head over, you look in this mirror, and that's when uh, Cal shouts. You kind of look over for a moment, and when you look back at the mirror, the version of you inside of it is just a little bit closer, almost as if it's a window. It's not really a mirror and one of your hands comes out and grabs onto the shoulder of your clothes and says run run and then vanishes i'm gonna have you make a sanity roll for me Ooh. 31 success yes that is a cool success. all right uh vanishes you swear you can still feel like the clothing being tugged, but as you kind of look, it's not there. I am going to try sticking my hand through the mirror now. Or not. Touch yeah, glass. The mirror. Yeah, yeah, you just, just touch glass. glass. Yeah. Um, I don't know where to run, but apparently <laughs> we're supposed to run. Um, <laughs> do you say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> um, Emily, was there anything else you wanted to do besides kind of glancing in and seeing those notes? Is there a door still intact between the other room and this one? Yep. Uh, See, I told you. <laughs> I told you. It's every man for himself right now. And woman. It's every person. Um, okay, no, no, no. So, so Cal, I know he's leaning up against the bed um, with Mrs. Glass over him. Are they on this side of the bed or the other sides? We can't quite see the two. So, of them. looking into this room, bed is facing you, basically. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so okay. the different yeah, sides yeah. of the bed are on either side. They are on the side closer to the door. Okay. So the back of the creature is to me. Um, the back of the creature is currently like to the wall, holding Cal up to the bed. Oh, I see. So they're right. Um, so I would have to go, like, around to, okay. Yeah, no, I'm going to... Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, um, close the fucking door. 
<laughs> as she <But> does. <laughs> she mutters under her breath. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she closes the door. Close the door. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the next round. Uh, I will actually, um, maybe through gurgles and, and, and strain and pain, maybe just break it. Break it. Well, when he's gurgling, Vivi will like. Or that can be my force, act. Like, yeah. I mean, she'll be like, "Stop moving. <laughs> Do not move." I think I am contemplating leaning towards the side of breaking the mirror. Those are my intentions right now. You are thinking about breaking the mirror. Yes. Don't okay. rush. Don't rush into the decision. I know. <laughs> I thought it was a bigger mirror, so we could all just walk through it. All right, so BB's focusing on keeping Evie. He's still, he's still looking pretty bad, right? Yeah, yeah. And she'll do a first aid check on. She'll still try to get him to the point where he can get up on his own okay. willpower. Sure. What about Emily? Um. So the door does it open into this room or into the other room? Like, is it a pull or a push? A pull. From this side, it is a pull. Uh, are there, is there a dresser of any kind next to uh... Yeah. Does Emily think she could lift it? Probably not. She'll go over. <laughs> uh, has Sebastian has taken off the wall, or did, did you just see it, like, the, that thing happen and you oh, haven't touched it yet? I haven't touched, well, I mean, I touched the mirror, but I haven't taken it off the wall. Uh, I would like to take it off the wall and like look around oh. really quick. Smart. Okay. All right. Um, so, <laughs> Cal. Yeah. What's your <laughs> intention, buddy? Uh, oh, buddy. While, while they're all okay. having fun in the other room, let's <laughs> oh. okay. uh, uh, Cal would like to. Uh, he still has his pistol in his other hand. Mm-hmm. He would like to try and shove it in the face of this thing and. Unload as many bullets as you can in a round. All right. <clears throat> Make those. I don't know. I, I guess it's only one shot around, isn't it, really? But... You know what? For the hell of it, fire as many as you want right now. Okay. He's got a full <laughs> full gun. He's got six shots. Go for it. Uh, That's some sign of scary being is... like, you can't kill it. Sorry. The first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, well, he doesn't know that. He doesn't yeah. know that. He's only doing what he can get for. Yeah. 47 was the first one. Uh, I've got to beat 65. Nice. 14. 60. Just. Oh, that no. 93 for that one. Okay. 43. Hang on, I've lost count. Oh, four, five. So what last one I think this is? Uh, 54. So only one missed out of the six. Okay. I am going to have you roll damage for the ones that succeeded. So five. Yes. So 24 <laughs> points of damage. 24 points of damage. <laughs> Okay, so while you, you fire like the first two, they're slamming into this creature's face at this point. In anger, she lashes out, she drops your hand, lashes out and stabs into you with her other hand, her claws, stabs into your chest. You feel um, a couple claws are like above your collarbone, a couple are below, yeah. they definitely are piercing just way too deep into your body. Um, stabbed into you and then you fire off the rest of the shots just pop pop just right into the face of this creature enough enough to make her 
pull the claws out and stumble backwards against this wall. You see multiple terrible wounds in the face as she kind of slumps into the corner and she doesn't seem dead by this, but she seems rendered at least stunned or hurt or badly hurt or something. She is sitting there no longer trying to attack you. For that stab, you are going to take six points of damage. Out? I've only got five left. Uh, explain, yeah. <laughs> explain to us what, what this death looks like. Uh, uh, as as the creature sort of shuns away, uh, Cal is probably coughing up blood at this point as it's sort of coming through and, and he's just staring at it, grimacing, sort of almost growling at it and he's just raised his gun up, just going click, 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 click and he'll just keep clicking till he passes out. Yeah, until the gun like clatters down to the floor mm. beside him. The rest of you, you heard all of these gun shots just quick pop 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 looking through this mirror like right before that um right before that rapid gunfire you're looking through this mirror it's not you it's just this room you don't you don't see anything else um Vivi were you able to did you succeed on that first aid well with hearing that which is that door still open? Would she see that happening? No, that door they is closed, closed currently. Okay. Um. Yeah. So she will. Yeah. First aid. That is a seven. And so that regains one hit point. All right. And cinematically here, Eddie, you're 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 able to kind of stand up. You're very definitely still in shock, very wobbly, but you are able to stand and move if you wish. Yeah, I, I will uh, maybe kind of grabbing out for a little assistance to do so and, and look at Vivi and just thank, thank you. Thank you. Hand on on the bandage there and um, just look at the others and seeing uh, Emily dancing around with the mirror, I'm sure. Um <laughs> You all hear a crash on the door, the joining door, just just slamming into it. I'm running over there and I'm gonna shove whatever is near it to fall in front of it. As you're bringing it over, the door opens and then you slam the the dresser up against the door to shut it again. I don't think we have a lot of time, so we've got to figure out what the fuck we're gonna do. And whatever is in Mr. Glass's room is now, at the moment, blocked off to us. Um, and then I'm gonna, can I run over to the other door and then shove something in front of that door? Like? Okay, I'm gonna do that as well. Do we wanna trap ourselves in here? I don't know what else you wanna do. If we run, it's a boat. There's nowhere else to go unless you wanna just jump off off the side of the, which honestly, I hit suicide by. Emily, what are you doing here with that mirror? I'm just trying to make sure there's nothing else here. Um. I'm going to see if there's literally any difference, be it a piece of paper, be it a shadow, I don't care. I wanna see if there's anything different about this room or about myself or my compatriots reflected around me. Make a luck roll. No. Yeah, looking through you, you can't see anything different. 
If I look around the room, is there paper anywhere that perhaps Mr. Glass came over? I start looking through drawers, looking across tables. Searching around, you're, you're searching frantically. What is everyone else up to? I search Mr. Glass's body. Sure, you search the body. Um, yeah. At this point too, you do feel the ship like beginning to rock from the storm outside. Right. I'm gonna, so Emily obviously puts that mirror down uh, to search. I'm gonna head over to it and um, I'm gonna motion as if I'm gonna slam it down on the ground, but I'm I'm gonna look to the others and, you know, just see if, if they do not want me to do this, I won't, but that's my intent. Just give us a few more minutes, see if we can find something because that, I don't even know if it's connected to anything, but it's, just hurry. She's picked her gun back up at this point and um, I think she's a bit, she looks a, a little bit flustered for the first time and not really knowing what to do. She did her nurse doctoral duties and now you know, she keeps looking at the door where Cal is and noticing that thing's not attacking Cal anymore. Collected her gun and she's putting the medical stuff that she thinks she'll need in the future back in her bag fairly quickly. As for the two, uh, one searching the body, one searching the room, you don't find anything. There's another bang on the door. Some of the wood splinters in the top and you see a claw kind of pushing its way in to try to bust through more of the door. Go for it. Break the mirror. No, just holding it up. Giving just one last look of, are you sure? And just bring it down as hard as I can on the floor, on, the, on its uh, narrow edge on the frame. All right. Um... Where is everyone's sanity right now? Uh, 48. 55. <laughs> 30. 35. 44. Okay. So, um. What scale is that? Soon. So, Sebastian is actually the only one that can hear this. As um, as the glass, as it slams down, the oh, glass buddy. shatters. Um, all of you hear the sound of the shattering glass, almost like lasting a little longer than it should. And Sebastian, you just hear a little whisper. Um, it almost sounds like an Irish accent of some sort. It just says, I think that whatever just happened to you, you did the right thing. The glass settles. You're still in the room. Um, the mirror is broken. And then there's a crash on the door as Rowena Glass is still trying to claw her way in. I look at the two people holding guns and point, shoot her! <laughs> You've all got seven years bad luck. 
I know. I know. I am going to go uh, sort of like gun towards where she's trying to come in. I'm going to back my way towards the, the door to come in from the hallway. And I'm going to start shoving that, whatever I put in front of it, I'm going to sh- start shoving it away so people can start getting out. Okay, done. I'll, yeah, I'll, well, if I can, I'll offer, you know, any effort that I can. More my support. limits, but yeah, probably mostly that. <laughs> the hand on the chest and just move it with the chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the I'm door gonna... is unblocked. I'm going to pick up a piece, the biggest piece of glass that I can that is still intact. Um, and run the fuck away. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so we are heading out of the store. I'm gonna take a couple shots at her, if I can. Can I? It's like she, can you now see her enough that, like, the shot is that? Yeah, I will say, like, like a good portion of the door has been just ripped off, and she is, she's looking down and seeing now that there's something pressed up against it, and you see her, like, shoving harder. So yeah, make make those firearms. Okay. I will fire three then. That okay. one is a success. Success. Um, that one is not a success though. Um, and that one's also a success. Um, yeah. I'll just yeah. Roll damage for two. Seventeen points of damage. Fire uh, three different times. We'll say we'll say it's the first two that like slam into her. She backs up, um, and the, sec- the the third one just slams into the wood of the door that was like, just shattered there. Um, so yeah, she has backed up. Now you're heading out? Yes. Running (laughs) after everybody else. So we're all, where are we heading? The deck? That's where I'm gonna go. I don't know what you all want to do. Maybe the captain's quarters. I don't want to lock us in somewhere, though. What was that you said a little bit ago? We're on a boat? We're on a boat. (laughs) nowhere to run unless you want to jump into the water which i don't want to see what that turns into once we yeah i mean um i don't know how much running i'm doing but uh hurried uh movements but once we come above deck there what does it look like start there so you you rush up to this deck as you all come up you see the whirlwind of ocean and sky closing in on the ship around you. Darkness is overtaking everything. And just when you think the ocean is gonna swallow you up entirely, there is a jolt. You hear wood splintering, creaking, cracking, with all with just immense force as this ship crashes into something, something solid. And you are all thrown from your positions. You slam into walls, you fall into the ocean. You're sucked in by the whirlwind. You don't know what's worse, that the ship has crashed, or that Rowena Glass is probably in this whirlwind with you and you don't know where she is. As you look around you and you see this ship has just split into multiple pieces all around you, I'm going to have everyone make a sanity roll for me. Failed. Succeed? (laughs) Succeeded. Succeed. Okay, so those that succeeded, you tried to get your bearings and and begin to swim, but you're looking around at the mess of wood and supplies and water, and you can't tell which way is up. 
I'm gonna have all of you make a swim roll for me. Uh, I'm gonna give myself disadvantage on that. What is, uh, is that? Um, just go ahead and do it at the hardest difficulty if you want. Ooh, okay. I'm not rolling though, right? Correct, not not currently, yeah. If you hit it exactly, is that a success or not? That's a success, yes. Okay, then I got it right on the nose. I rolled a 20. Me too. <laughs> Wildly failed with an 88. Oh, All right. Regardless of disadvantage. So, uh, Vivi and Emily, you both break the surface of the water. You're you're flailing around. You're grabbing onto pieces of wood from various doorways or what, whatever they may be. Um, you're choking on water. You're spitting it from your lungs. And you glance over and you see a shoreline. Not too far away from you. You begin swimming toward it. You just have to get there. Evie, you're starting to panic. You can't find the surface. Where is it? Where is it? Make another sanity roll for me. Okay, Uh, that's a failure. Okay, you're gonna lose four points of sanity as um, before you can even think about trying to swim to safety anymore. Um, I will say um, Sebastian and Evie both, as you're below this surface, you kind of, as the chaos is starting to float up in various places, you see where up is, but you also see each other. And you feel this invitation, the ocean, something deep, something calling to you from the deepest depths, deeper than you could possibly imagine. That's where you should be. Both of you make a swim roll. Sebastian, you begin swimming down, down, down. Eventually you can't hold your breath anymore and you feel your lips open. You see your breath escape you in bubbles, but that's okay. You don't need it anymore. Not where you're going. Evie. Yeah, I wanted to lean into um, into that that tug, as you said. The failure of the sanity was, okay. I, I want to go deeper. So, yeah, I do want to go, yeah. Sure. I'm going right. to listen so, to that, is, I guess, is what I'm after. Or perfect. Saying, so. Okay, so you, um, not a powerful enough swimmer, you're kind of looking. You see Sebastian beginning to just disappear in the darkness, and... You close your eyes and concentrate, and while much slower, you begin to swim down as well. The bubbles come up, and soon your lungs fill with water deep below the surface. Emily and Vivi, you finally stumble onto land you you 
feel sand just covering anything that it touches as you're just slapping down into land here. You look back at the shipwreck before you, almost like turning like quicksand in the sea, pieces of it are beginning to disappear already. What would the two of you like to do? Does it look like we're on the beach of civilization or is it just an expanse? As you look around, um, there's no civilization here. There is a small mouth of a cave. Um, I'll pick myself up and just try to squeeze out all the water from my skirts and stuff and go over to Vivi to help her up. She'll accept the help and kind of do the same. Are you okay? <laughs> what a question. Indeed. Shall we? She'll look out at the the shipwreck at the water. Yeah. Let's go. And the two of you head to the mouth of this cave. <laughs>